Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? It's your man, E. Smitty. Real Food Podcast, Mind, Body, and Grub. Shout out that feeling. Podcast Network. Um, back at you, episode 98 with a very, 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 very special guest. Um, I'm, I'm a, we're going to get all into that, but I, I just want to hit you, hit you with this. With the, uh, well, actually, let me hit you with this first. I'm gonna need y'all to subscribe to the Dap Feeling Bandcamp. We get we getting right into it to get in the mix because we got we, we got we got a real one. We got a legendary one tonight. Um, subscribe to the Dap Feeling Bandcamp at www.dapfeeling.bandcamp.com. Uh, you hear some great music from MRK, uh, myself, E. Smitty, DJ One Ten, uh, Black Mac. Uh, Clint Taylor, you name it, you name it, you name it, you name it. We got the music is there, catalog. Um, subscribe to the uh, join the DLP and Patreon where you get all the perks, um, latest, um, latest stuff. Uh, we got prizes, um, cash giveaways. Um, uh, you get you get um, podcasts that come that comes out early before anybody else gets them, you know. So Definitely do that. You want to if you want to support even more. You want to support even more. The, um, that feeling podcast merch is available at Teespring. Go to www.teespring.com and search for that feeling podcast. You can get all type of stuff. Uh, T-shirts. Uh, you can get this shirt. Um, it's like Run DMC type blocking. Um, you can get socks. You can get hats. Tank tops, uh, we got beanies, um, all that good stuff, man. All that good stuff. But um, yeah, I'm back at you, man. Episode 98. Episode 98. Husband, father, and a true music man. We're in the, the world famous appetizer section. Husband, father, and true music man. Having a conversation with the legendary, the iconic. That's the ace tonight. Um, I just want to say this, man. We're going to get right into the main course and bring the man in. But I just want to say I am honored to have this brother on, on the platform, on my platform, Real Food, on the DLPN, that's the podcast platform. Um, man, I mean, being an artist myself in a, in a, in a group that's, that's filled with artists, it's like, wow. You know, we, we, we were talking to... Um, Royalty, you know what I'm saying, and just 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 to say a little bit, man. Um, is I met some people, you know, in this journey when it comes to music, and you know what I'm saying, you know, pretty cool, some kind of off the chain here and there, whatever. But I can really say, man, that this dude right here, man, is uh, he's a real one, man. He's a real one in in so many ways, man, and um, you can understand why. He, um, like I tell people, I say, um, they say, oh man, I'm getting old, I'm getting old. Nah, man, you, you, you gotta, you gotta embrace, um, you gotta embrace growing older, but I always say you don't, you don't get older. You don't get old. You should get better. You know what I'm saying? Uh, growing older, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a gift. A lot of people, some people didn't make it to 16. Some people didn't make it to, um, some people didn't, didn't make it to, to 12. Some people didn't, you know, they make it past their 20. So in saying that, man, I'm gonna get to the main and I'm gonna bring on the man. 
bring the man on up here so we can we can conversate a little bit. Ladies and ladies and gentlemen, everybody, when you listening during the day, night, morning, or whatever, welcome the one and only Master Ace. What up, brother? What's going on? What's going on? Hey man. Hey man, everything is good, man. I I, I need to have um one of those um one of them buttons you can hit that. You know what I'm saying? I I haven't yeah. advanced that far yet, but we're gonna get. Yeah, how you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. man. Uh, first off, man, thank you, thank you for coming to the platform. Um, appreciate you. You're a busy man, and um, I'm just I'm thankful that you're here. I want to say congratulations on your anniversary to oh, thank you. your beautiful you and your, yeah man you and your beautiful queen Lachey um man um, I'm blessed to have to you you definitely got a queen um say what's on I heard I I heard um that the um the uh the, the was that the the calculus what is the something's kind of getting to it a little bit but she making it happen in school. Talking about my daughter now. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter, Milan. She, I mean, she's in. Which call? Um, Lachey Yeah, she's in. Uh, she's in a very competitive school. Um, the, it's rigorous. So. Yeah. You know, it takes a little getting used to that. That mm -hmm. first, that freshman year, you got to get used to the workload. Yeah. How fast they go um how advanced the learning is but just in her coming home you know for weekends or whatever here and there like having conversations with her i can already i can already hear mm -hmm. the intelligence the, the the newly found intelligence just exuding from her from these different classes that she's taking um she's she's developing really? into a, a real special kid Well, I mean, you I, you can see. I mean, it, it it starts. The foundation is um you and you and your wife. You know what I'm saying? And I could um just from meeting her face to face in person, man. It's like, oh man, you know you know how you run across kids that you know they got like a little attitude or this and that, man. She was she was just so nice, so pleasant, and just you could tell you could tell, man. She's on her way. She's on her way. Y'all y'all done laid y'all done laid it out for her, so. I see nothing but without, great things. Yes, without yeah. without a doubt, you know. Um, but now she has to check. You know, we've guided her the last 18, 19 years, really, um, and we'll still mm -hmm. we'll still we'll still guide and you know advise. But she she's got to take the reins now and decide which way the horse is going to go. And so gotcha. we're kind of at that at that at that phase of it now, where she's trying to think about what she wants to do with her career as a career with where she wants to go with her you know with her learning where she wants to take it there's many many places that she could go with it you know we we came into it yeah. thinking pre-med pre-med but she might be you know readjusting mm. her thinking like that but we'll see she's 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 acting like she's a junior like i'm like you're a freshman like all freshmen go through <laughs> uncertainty on which direction they want to go and you know, you don't have to mm -hmm. declare what you're doing as a freshman. You can kind of get on a certain track and then, you know, along the way, you might decide, you know what, maybe I don't want to be a doctor, but I want to be something that's 
adjacent to a doctor and help more people or not be, mm -hmm. you know, you know, not, not, not have to answer to big pharma in, in my job. Maybe I want yeah. to do something a little bit different. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what she decides to do or what route she decides to go, but she's in the right school. She's around the right kind of young people that got their heads mm -hmm. on straight and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, you know, learning at a high level. So, you know, the sky's the limit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You, um, and she, um, I mean, she comes from two, she comes from two, her parents are artists. Y'all are musicians. Have, has she like, has she kind of like put out there a little bit about ever doing music or, or, do, or does she do music or none of nah. that? Really? None, none, none yeah. of the above. And, and neither one of us, neither one of us try to steer her right. in that direction because we know that the music, the music business is a little bit of a shell game mm -hmm. um and it's a little bit of fool's goal you know um and so i just would never steer my kid in that direction because there's nothing on the other side of that but disappointment in most cases mm -hmm. sure there's a few a few young talented people that get on but yeah majority major it's just like sport the majority of the ones that want to play in the NBA or play in the NFL never will get a shot to play to play at that level. And and, yeah. and you know they'll 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 go to different leagues and tournaments and stuff like that, but only a very small fraction are gonna actually make it in sports and it's the same the same with music, you know. So yeah, that that's not something either of us would have steered her towards because yeah we want to we wanted to have a career that has some stability to it you know there's mm -hmm. nothing stable about that music business you might make a whole bunch of money for six months and then you might not see no money for a year and a half and you got to learn how, yeah. to, how to how to what how to weather that because sometimes it's like that yeah yeah if let me ask you this if she um if she came to y'all one day and, and said like yo I've been, you know, I've been checking this stuff out and I'm, I'm really kind of like wanting to kind of pursue that. What, what would be the initial thing you think you, you would say to her? Um, like if she want, if she wanted to get into the music business, would it be something you, would you like kind of really push like no, or what you, what I would you think? I, I would strongly advise against it and I would give her all the reasons in the world why she, she's not really built that way she's not interested mm -hmm. in being an artist so i'm not really that concerned but if 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 it happened i would give her the the, the dirty real truth about the business <clears throat> which is what i do whenever i'm talking to young people because i have a lot of friends whose kids whose sons and daughters you know are chasing that dream and they're like well can you give them some advice and i don't hold back i tell them exactly what it is mm -hmm. and most of them are, most of them are young men and i'm like this business will have you 35 years old still sleep still sleeping on your mom's couch and and and, <laughs> and, and you know spending your little crumbs on studio sessions or whatever yeah and you don't, you don't want to be that guy you don't want to be that guy i feel you i feel you that's i mean that's that's that that's straight to it man um well let me let me let me steer this question right here um you know, it's 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 documented in your music. Uh, your beautiful mom, Yvonne, 
when you like you went you went to a university of uh rhode island right correct yep went to university of rhode island and uh you sang the song and she like you know i forgot i, I can't say the, the the verse right but you like that's why they call it a bachelor uh, um bs you say that's what they call a bachelor bs and how you saying your mom was like she would she really wasn't she really wasn't with you you know with the music thing because you know hey you got a yeah. degree um fortunately yeah. for you fortunately for you it worked it worked out it worked out it worked out um when when do you remember the first time your mom like like really like she acknowledged you on on your accomplishments with the music yeah i think it was probably after the symphony video dropped mm. um mm. because it was only it wasn't until then that she could that she could see that it was real like i was on tv and so from that from that point um i think she her attitude became okay well let's see let's see let's see where it goes you know let's yeah he did get that far he's in a video so Mm -hmm. let's see where it goes and then i and then i got my album deal um and um you know the rest is history as as they say yeah yeah well you know i've been like you know i was doing my doing some research today man and um one of the things that goes across the board when it comes to you and i've seen your, your peers i say your peers i've seen people who like um interviewers or whatever they they talk a lot about how Matter of fact, the that first that first one I was checking out today, the guy was like literally, literally, he said, out of all the cats that came out of the 80s, say you can you can you can count them on like basically like one hand. There's really like no other that's still doing it as far as like you know, on the level of still touring, successfully touring, can go out and tour when they want to. Other than uh, Master Ace, uh, uh, so uh, said the same same thing about you, man. What what is it, man? What what is it about Master Ace? I mean, I know know about how I feel, but what is it about Master Ace that he can just keep going and going and going and keep um, touring? I, I I saw an interview where they asked you, you know, if 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 you if you didn't have the responsibilities, if you you know you had to be home and this and that. How many days and you say so man, I probably could be out there like 300 some days a year what is it what is it about other than you do you give a great ass show great music what is it man what what is it keeps people well, still feeding for masterpiece the first thing I want to say about what you what you led with was I I sort of I sort of take um I don't I don't view myself as an 80s artist because my our first album dropped in 1990. Now True. the symphony did come out the, the symphony did drop in 88 and I did yeah. have a single I had a single letter to the better and mm -hmm. together which came out in 89 but I don't know I, I don't view myself as an 80s artist because I was still I had a couple of singles that's all I had yeah you know what I mean and a verse yeah yeah so yeah. when my first album dropped in 90 that's for me that's really where it starts for me um okay and and, and so that's how i would prefer to be viewed as a as an early 90s artist more so than the 80s artist because i didn't drop any albums but 
Um, in yeah. terms of what it what it is about me, um, I just found my lane. I just found my lane. I figured out who my fans were. I figured mm-hmm. out where they were, and they were the 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 overwhelming majority of them were outside of the United States, mm. um, Europe, Europe, Australia, Canada. Um, I'm sure it. Well, from what I hear, Asia. I haven't been to Asia yet. Um, okay. But once I figured out that my fans, majority of my fans were abroad, I just aligned myself with a really good tour agent um, in, in, in Europe. Because Europe, Europe is probably, the, not probably, Europe definitely is the number one place that I tour. Okay. Um, but I, I found a really good booking agent. And I just decided to be loyal to, to her. Because, you know, the touring business is very cutthroat. Um, there's always booking agents trying to book you away from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, it happens, it happens all the time. And I get approached by different agents saying, you know, we got, we got 10 shows for you. We can put together for you over here. And I'm like, well, you got to hit up my agent and see if she's cool with that. Because I've just always learned that loyalty is the key to longevity. And so, because I've been loyal to her, she's been loyal to me. We've mm-hmm. been we've been doing we've been doing tours together since two thousand, so twenty three years. Wow. Um, wow. And I've never and I've never been over there with another another agent. She's also brought me. She's put together a couple of dates in South America before. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. And, and you know she's trying to sp- spread her tentacles, but it your Europe she has it on lock. She has it on lock. And um, yeah. her life is her life is a little bit different now because she has two children. And she ended up getting a teaching job during the pandemic because there was no touring, so she had to do something. And she found teaching mm-hmm. and really likes she really likes it. Um, and so she doesn't want to leave that job. Plus, that job has benefits. So now she's kind of juggling both. She's still booking tours, but she also has a regular mom, you know, wife life. And so, yeah. um, but it comes from that relationship with with the booking agent. And, in Europe and why I've consistently been touring overseas um, for all these years. And like you said, I, I, I really do try to entertain the audience and put on a dope show. I try to do yeah. different shows every every time I come back. Like there's some artists that tour for 10 years and their show doesn't change in those 10 years. I change my show every mm-hmm. two to three years. Even if, mm-hmm. even if I mean, I'm still, I'm still doing the same songs, but I try to do yeah. new, set, new, new song setups you know, yeah. new transitions, new transitions, new beat switch ups. Like I just, I just experiment and I, I'm constantly changing the show because I know if it was me coming back to see an artist, I don't want to see the same show. I've, I've seen you six times. You do the exact same show for the last yeah, yeah. T- 10 years. You were doing the exact same show. So as soon as you start setting yeah. up this, this song, or I know he says this and then <laughs> this beat comes on. So it's super important to me. Song. It's super important to me that even the people who have seen me multiple times that they never know what's coming next because I'm constantly, constantly changing the show and changing the song setups, and so yeah. um, you know that's what I've been doing over the last twenty three years. Man, man, you know what? And I can I can truly, I can truly sit here and attest to that. And we're gonna get to uh, some of that too because with situation with um, your musical. The falling season, like you, you, you're not um, you're not a guy who 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 just throws stuff together. When you you call yourself the music man, it's very it's very true. You actually you push me, you push me, I, and I 
go, I go hard. You know what I'm saying? But you you push me to where at to to the point where I'm never gonna be like, oh man, that's it right there. Because that because at, at the end of the day, I, I may have my feeling about it, but the person that's ha asking me to do something, they have a vision of what they want to do. And you and you 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 hit me with stuff like, yo, um, can you do this? And it was like, damn, let me buckle down. You know what I'm saying? So I can truly, I can I know from you when you say that you don't want to do the same thing. You know, you want, I think like you you want to get your money and all that stuff, but at the same time, you still have a integrity when it comes to who you are and what you bring to the table. I want to give you the best. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's that's what it's that's what yeah. that's how I've always done all my all my albums. Well, as long as I've mm -hmm. been doing music, that's always I've always done it that way. I've always been a bit of a picky person, a little bit of a nitpicker, and trying to get stuff fine tuned and it's not quite right, you know. And I've had on my albums, I've had artists, a handful of artists who they did the verse. The verse was done. It was a good verse, but it didn't fit the song. And I'm like, yo, I need you to come again on this. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. like, go back and and and, and give me a, give me a different verse. And I and I'll, I won't just say give me a different verse. I'll say, give me a verse that speaks to this, or this is the angle that I like you to approach the verse from, and give them a whole new perspective on it. Because maybe they just wrote some stuff that was sounded dope, but it wasn't mm -hmm. in line with what the song was about. So, yeah, I've had I've had cats I've had to send cats back, and that's just me trying to put together the right vision for what I see for my for my projects. And, yeah. and luckily, no, nobody's ever taken it, you know, to heart or taken it personally that that I was, you know, coming at them or just saying their verse was whack. Um, it's yeah. just about the it's, it's just about how it fits the what my vision of what the what, what the music is supposed to be. It has it has to fit it has to fit the song. It has, it has to tell the story the way it needs to be told. Correct. It's just like. And, and and this I'm gonna throw this at you real quick, and we're gonna get on to something else. See, I've been working. I'm an artist myself, and I've been working on this. I want you to see how you feel about this. This this, this rhyme I wrote. I'm gonna put it to you simply. The soul of the music so empty. I'm cold when I do this. Don't tempt me. We won't walk the stroll, and the label won't pimp me. That's when I was. That's when I was younger with my face all pimply. How, how how's that sounding so far? It sounds like my verse. <laughs> yo i just I, I had i had to get this early in the conversation this song right here man and this and this man right here messes with me big time about this like why and i can tell you right now like yo let me tell you something about this song this song right here is corporal punishment from the brooklyn story um his album with marco polo this song is corporal punishment featuring elzai let me tell you this real quick. We're going to get back, back to business. The thing with this song right here is I love all types of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I love lyricism. Boom, 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 boom. Um, I'm from the South, but East Coast hip hop is what's got me loving hip hop, period. You know what I'm saying? And this song to me, and I'm not just gassing, this is like you can hear a lot of great songs. And then you hear a song that takes you back to like, damn, this is why this is why I love this shit right here. And that song, mm. uh, just how, how it starts the the beat, 
the beat, and then how you lay into it, listen to it, bro. I mean, that song right there, man. That's that's one of them. It's 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 in the lines to me of a uh, a shook ones. You put on shook mm. ones, yeah. That's that's, that's, it's, it's, that's how I pray. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of them ones. that's like when it comes on for me. If it, when it comes on, if somebody's talking, I'm I'm straight up like, yo, give me a second, bro. Give me a second. I got I got to take this in, man. So I want to give you your flowers. On you got too much music to name. But that song right there, brother. When I, I when I when I keep sending it to you and talk about, I'm not just saying it just to be gassing. I love that song, man. That's a it's a perfect I, I, perfect rap record to me. I, I appreciate you saying that, and it that just goes to show that you never really know when you're putting together songs. You know, you never really know what songs are gonna hit people a certain way. To me, that was yeah. a, that was a that was a dope album cut. I was I was happy to finally get to do a song with Elza, but mm -hmm. I didn't think that anybody would have that type of reaction to that song. To me, that was just like bars just going in, rhyming, just getting busy um, over mm -hmm. a dope ass beat. Um, but obviously, there was more to it from from where you sat. There was more to it than just rhyming, which I appreciate. Man, I, I love it, man. I love it. It's it's um, I seen um, and I I think that when it comes to MCing, I think that I think once you lose your cadence, once you lose your cadence, you you lose your desire. It can throw you off big time. But listening to that record, you know, you have cats that come back. Yo, I'm, I'm about I'm about to show you. I'm about to show you show you these bars. Nah, just be just be who just be who you are, and you get busy, and that's that's what you did. You know what I'm saying? You come on, man. It's it's, it's I love I love that joint, man. Um, transition a little bit, man. You you're not only you're MC, you're a producer. A lot of people forget that you're you're producers as well. Um, like I say, husband, father, all that great stuff. And now we can say that you are a you are a musical playwright. I guess that's the way you you yeah. You wrote, a, wrote a I'm a play. I'm a, I'm a playwright now. How about that? How you how you how do you feel? Can can you tell the people a little bit about um this beautiful musical the fallen season yeah so the title the title is taken from one of my albums one of my solo albums and the 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 storyline is loosely pulled from three of my albums the the fallen season disposable arts and long hot summer very mm -hmm. loosely based not not it's not directly that those stories but what I did was I just did like little nods. I pulled certain character names from the skits on my albums, and I made I brought those those characters from my albums to life. The character Fats, the girlfriend mm -hmm. Lisa, people like that. And so I basically I, it took me five years, going on six, um, from the time that I started writing it, um, and we're still we're still developing it. I, I I work on it every week, touching it up, tweaking it. You know the script i work on the music i'm still working on a lot of the music trying to get it better mm -hmm. more advanced more bigger more okay. voices more melody like i'm so it's a work in progress it's going to be a work in progress until that day that we open up in in london on on the west end that's that's my my goal is to open this thing in london on the west end 
um, mm-hmm. or off west, off western in London, uh, because I have a very strong be- fan base in Union, which we discussed. I mean, uh, in Europe, which we discussed earlier. Um, my goal is to open up there, have a have a have a successful run in London before we even a- attempt to approach uh, Broadway, because Broadway's super expensive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, twenty twenty plus million dollars to open in Broadway. It's just outrageous. Mm. And so we're going to open it in London and try to have a really successful run there before we even think about going going to Broadway or, or off-Broadway with it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I would say shout out, shout out Rhymes Over Beats, um, people that's yeah. heavily involved with the situation. Um, when you when you started um, when you started writing and getting this thing together, man, did did you ever have a moment where you was like, I think I might have bit off more than I could chew? No, no, I never had that mm. moment. Okay. I didn't have. I never had that moment because the story was in my head. I just had to get it. Mm-hmm. I just had to get it out into the. I had. I just had to get it into the laptop. Um, gotcha. And. As I was writing it, I was enjoying I was enjoying the process because truthfully, because it's a fictional story, it was up to me where the story went. And so as I'm writing it, even I'm excited, like, wow, I wonder where I'm gonna go next with this thing. I wonder what's gonna happen next. And yeah. some some nights I would be I would be or mornings I would be sleep. I would wake up, maybe to like to use the bathroom or whatever, come back and lay down, and I would start thinking about the story. And I might I might be up for the next two hours thinking about where the story's gonna go. And and I'm got my eyes closed in the bed, but I'm really taking myself like into the story. Like in my mind, I'm in the story, I'm one of the characters, and I'm visualizing these scenes that are happening. So it's really it's it's it, it, it was quite an experience, mm-hmm. but I never at any point mm-hmm. felt like I had bit off more than I could chew. Yeah, I mean, and I can, I can, I can definitely see where, where you can get caught up in. Hold on, I'm trying to see what's going on there. Yeah, get this out of here. Hold on. One second. How did you yeah. jump on your joint like that? That's yeah, crazy. yeah. Sorry about that, man. This, okay. Yeah, it's, it's tripping. It's tripping. Um, yeah, um, and, and I asked I asked that question. I asked that question because I mean, with with, with you being as busy as you are, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but then again, it, it shows you to the perseverance that, that you have because you it could easily be like, God man, I got I got all this going on and I'm trying to get this together. Cause I think one time you said like y'all was uh, meeting up like every Tuesday or something like that to to discuss mm-hmm. and get everything together. Yeah. Yep. Every, every every Wednesday, was, was that, might have been Tuesday, and then yeah, once a week with the dramaturg. Okay. I was a, I was assigned gotcha, a gotcha, person gotcha. known as a known as a dramaturg. Her name is Kate, and after the first year of writing, yeah, they paired me with her, and the purpose of them pairing me with her was so that she could help me complete complete the the musical. Um, because I wasn't mm. on any particular, I wasn't on any particular writing schedule. So I might go two weeks and don't touch it. Um, 
and, and, and a lot mm-hmm. of times with, with my writing, that's that's how I am. Like, I'll be real gung ho about it for the first three, four scenes, and then a tour happens or something happens, and then I'm like, and then before you know it, I haven't I haven't opened my laptop in four or five weeks, and and so because I had mm. her as because I had her assigned to me, it made me more accountable because I knew every single week we were gonna meet. Um, either in person or over the phone or over Zoom. And I had to have something new that I had written since the last meeting a week ago. So that pushed me to really, really finish it because I knew that every single week I had to have new writing in there. I couldn't have the same exact, I couldn't be in the same spot that I was the week before. See, it's like something that was holding you accountable to the situation. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I wish I wish you wouldn't lean back. I wish you wouldn't lean back. I didn't know. I know you had that jersey on. We, we're gonna it's talk. Just a, it's just it's just a hoodie. It's just a hoodie. Hoodie. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now you're stretching. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna talk about we about that. Um. Uh. My man Black Mac um uh, asks uh what's the difference in the market? Do they respond the way on American audience uh, respond the way an American audience would? Or is London different in the hip hop musical aspect? Well, I can't speak on how London is going to respond to hip hop musicals um, because I haven't experienced mm-hmm. it. I haven't been there to see it. Right. I just know that they they will be open to something that I wrote because I got a lot of support yeah. out there in Europe. Europe in general, like there's going to be people from Paris yeah. that are going to take the take the train and from Paris to London to see it. There's going to be people from, from Germany and from Switzerland and from Sweden and Austria that are going to get on one of those cheap commuter flights and fly, you know, two hours or three hours over and get a hotel so that they can see it and, and experience it and have a night out. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but I know, you know what I mean? I haven't seen them. I haven't seen the yeah. audience respond. I'm, I'm, I'm always, I, I definitely question and wonder, how they're going to receive the story because the story is inherently Brooklyn. It takes place in Brooklyn. It's about a kid from Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, who mm-hmm. is a, is a senior in high school and he's trying to be the mm-hmm. first in his family to go to, go to college. And it's, it's the story of that summer, that long, hot summer before his senior year in high school. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, so that's the journey of this, of the story. And so, I'm really curious to see how the London audience is going to respond to the New York slang. I think they're going to respond really positively. I think that they really love American culture, especially American music culture, black music culture. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. in general, it's going to, it's going to be well, well received and uh, you know, time will tell. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I've, y'all, y'all been doing like a lot of touring over there. Y'all about to, Y'all about to head back over there like really soon to get yeah. to it, you know? And um, right, right. but yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, I like, you know, I think I think people when they see Master Ace, one of the things that comes to mind, you have a serious, you got a, you got a serious look about you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, he's about his business, you know what I'm saying? Um, when I saw track, because y'all y'all so much, but I think it was the second time y'all went over there, and I hit you up and I was like, Bro, you just, 
it was I think it was the last one y'all went on. The look in your face was just like, man, you are like exuding like happiness. You know, your look was like, I ain't I had never not saying that you don't smile, but I had never seen you smile that big. I'm like, damn. And 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 I I asked you about that. You and the first thing you said, like, man, it's love, brother. You know, and that's a that that has to be a dope feeling, man. When you when you go to a place where, you know, you're not gonna just half-ass the show just because you know they love you, but for them to embrace you, like, I mean, yeah. How how does that feel? Like you, they already they already love you. They already love you. They want to see you, and then you get and you feel the love. How how does that make you feel? Does, does it give you butterflies? Like wow, I don't want to disappoint them, or does it just put you like yeah, I'm about to really give give it to them? You know what I'm saying? To to be quite honest with you, um, it's good to be it's good to feel appreciated. Um, yes, I, I I saw a quote I saw a quote the other day on on Instagram, and it said. It said, go where you're appreciated, not where you're tolerated. And that mm -hmm. stood with me. Mm -hmm. That stayed with me. That's going to stay with me for the duration. Because it's kind of been my, my motto without me knowing it. It's kind mm -hmm. of been my motto in the back of my head. Is that I don't worry about the, the, the U.S. market and how, because I don't have records on the radio, the average hip-hop fan doesn't know that I exist. They don't know that I have a, had this career continue to go. You don't know how many times I run into people around New York in the mall or whatever, and they're like, yo, man, what you up to? When you gonna put some new music out? Last last thing I heard was me and the biz and the symphony, and I'm looking at them like, man, you, 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 you missed about 30, 30 years of, 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 of music. And they have yeah. no clue. Uh, and yeah. and it's, it's, it's because that audience is so programmed to radio programming. And, and that's what, that's mm -hmm. what their ears are used, used to being fed. They only listen, they only eat the food that they are fed. They don't go out and find their own food. Yes. And, and, and so yes. for that reason, you know, I just say, I would rather go where I'm appreciated than go where I'm just tolerated. So. That's yeah. my motto, and that's what I'm. That's that's what I live by. I've always have. That's that's the way to. That's the way to live because, because totally. And I and I know I want to get your back, your um your your uh, take on this. When you hear people say, "Man, they they always hark hark they hark on the '90s," like we love the '90s. We love the '90s hip hop. Like really, I think '90s hip hop like made a lot of people fall in love with hip hop. But mm -hmm. they say, man, they, man, they, ain't, they, ain't, they, ain't, they ain't got no music like the '90s and boom, boom, boom. But to me personally, I think it's more avenues and it's more outlets. You can find way, you can find a whole bunch of music out there that's just as dope as the '90s. But people sure. are lazy. People are lazy. You yeah. know, I mean, when when when, pe when people say that to you, man, what, how, how did how do you feel about that? Like, come on. I mean, I've always tried to evolve as an artist. As a musician, I've always tried to evolve. I'm not. I'm not trying to do in 2023. I'm not trying to do 90s hip hop. I'm trying to do hip hop that that makes sense today, but that still has the same sensibilities 
of that time period. You know, hard, hard to hard mm-hmm. drums, um, the lyricism, like those were important things yeah. back then. And so I still kind of follow, you know, that blueprint to a certain extent, but I, I do like to elevate the music. I do like to experiment and play around with other rhythms, other grooves, other sounds without going too far off the deep end. I, you know, like the, the song, the, the warm up single that we released off the album, uh, the joint with, with, with Coast Contra. Um, yeah. You know, um, that certified is called that joint right there. Yeah. Crazy. When I heard the when I heard the beat, Marco was like, you know, I I didn't I didn't, I didn't send this to you because I I didn't think there was no way you were going to want to rap to this, and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I, I was like, this this is a challenge for me. I like this right here because this is not the norm. Yeah. You know, yeah. this doesn't sound like yeah. everything else. This and so it gave. Yeah, I was. I'm always up for a challenge when it comes to writing. I'm always up for a challenge. Mm-hmm. Something that's that's maybe a little bit more difficult or a little bit not quite in my wheelhouse. But I, I like that. If it's, if it still feels good to me, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to mess with it. And that was one of those beats. I was like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do something to this. He's like, word. I was like, yeah, watch. <laughs> and I, I think yeah. I had the verse like in like a week. I, I, I came back to his crib. He gave it to me. And I was like, yo, I'm ready to come to your crib and record. He's like, word, you got it done already. I was like, yeah, I got my verse. <laughs> and just, just like, okay. just like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, that I was I was gonna say something about that man. Like those those guys are like those guys. Um, they incredible. I don't I don't like I don't I don't like to say I don't like to say uh, you know people say that this is the real hip hop. Is it? I don't personally I don't like it, man. I mean I you know keep do state states if you're MC stay on stay on your shit, man. If if you're a producer, stay on your shit. You say I'm about to bring. Because personally, I'm pretty sure you've seen people say, "Hey, I'm about to, I'm, I'm I'm gonna bring this I'm, I'm about to bring this real stuff back," and you listen to them, you'd be like, "Yo, you probably you need to practice a little bit more." You know what I'm saying, but that um that certified man, that certified bro, real talk, that that record right there, when I first heard it, it's like, man, this is dope, this is dope, and then it's one of those it's a rare record that the more that you hear it. It sounds better. It sounds better. Yeah. And it's and it's gonna and it's gonna go down. I'm telling you, it's gonna go down. I think eventually it's gonna be in different um commercials. It's gonna go down as one of the ones when it it's gonna come on, you know, like in the clubs when they put on that when when the club is getting at its at its highest peak, that joint right there. You man. If you say so. Have, um, I'll take I I'll take man, Look, have have y'all um have you uh, I don't know if you had them. I know you probably had them out there. Have y'all tested that out there? You know, the, we did, your, doing we, your verse. We, yeah, we did it twice on the last tour just just to see what it would feel like or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh okay. There there was a little something that we I did with the crowd and it actually worked. It was kind of cool. We didn't I didn't do it every night cuz I got like I say I'm constantly developing the new show for the new tour yeah. while I'm on the last tour. So I'm trying certain things out, seeing what works kind of what doesn't work. I'm doing new little things that I come up with right there on the spot on stage. And um, mm-hmm. certain certain things work really well and certain things don't work. So you just, you, it's just experimentation. So I, we did that song twice, just so I could see how it felt with a live crowd. 
see if I could get them gotcha. to kind of do this little little groove I was doing, and it was cool. Okay. I, I feel like we'll I feel like we will revisit it for this next tour coming up for Europe. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I wanna um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over. I know you, you've been you've been you've been busy all day, so I'm gonna hold you too much longer. But a couple more things. Okay. Um, yeah. Um. One of, and like I say, I keep saying I don't want to sound come gassy, man. I mean, but it it is it is an honor. It's an honor to to be able to 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 work with you and all that great stuff. But you know, I'm when it comes to East Mid, I, I come as a fan first. You know, that's just that's just what it is. Um, your your performance um, on the Tiny Desk. Personally, and yeah. I've seen a lot of tiny decks. They they got a lot of great, a lot of great tiny decks. Dude, that that your performance up there is is about far one of the best that I've seen. Um can I ask you a question? Hearing the bats. Mm -hmm. Being that you've seen so many of them, because mm -hmm. several people have said this to me, and I've seen quite a few of them too. I'm just curious yeah. to know what what about what I did is so different or so much just so different than what the other ones were that you saw because i thought i thought it was cool but i had yeah. people that have said to, to what you just said i've had several people yeah. message me inbox me saying that that was their favorite tiny desk i'm like wow i want i wonder what it was about <laughs> what i did because it, it was pretty straightforward you know what i mean um it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And most people didn't really know those records like that, so mm -hmm. I was just surprised. That's all. Well, I'm just curious to know well, what you're well, 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 I, well, I'll say it like this. Um, I didn't know. I've I've heard. Okay, let me say it like this first. Um, I've seen people a lot of really dope performances on Tiny Desk, but it's a difference in somebody performing some songs that sound good and somebody um giving you an experience okay somebody giving you experience you gave me you get you look you gave me experience this, this, now this ain't cool because i know how healthy you are you <laughs> gave me you 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 gave me an experience when i when i first watched that that it was, I think it was like eight or nine, that's probably like nine, nine thirty in the morning. That I was so, I was so inspired, inspired by that I went and grabbed a beer and start sipping on the beer at nine thirty, just on some other, on other shit, man. I was just vibing. I'm like, yo, I don't need to be doing this, but I'm feeling this stuff right here. You know what I'm saying? What you did, what you did for me, even, even in the part where you was like. Um, you was doing, I think that was uh, Born the Road, and they and they started clapping. You like, oh no no no, this nah, we, we ain't done, we ain't done, we we got we oh, got another yeah. verse. I did, G yeah, you know, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Then I switched it. Then I switched it to the uh, yeah the yeah, verse. and you and you went into it, but like I said, uh, somebody performing, doing a performance, and somebody giving you an experience. Now. I've seen Tiny Desk, and I honestly, I think I I, I watched a couple of clips of the one mm -hmm. where uh, Babyface and when Tank was singing background and stuff. Being a singer, 
you know, yeah. I wanted to hear a little bit of that. But that one right there, I've gone back to multiple, multiple times just just to catch that vibe. I wasn't drinking a beer next time, but I was I was vibing to it. <laughs> and, and, and and what 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 took me what really took me there and I was blessed to be able to meet this brother. Um shout out Pearl Gates man. That, oh yeah um, man yeah shout out Pearl Gates man well matter of fact shout out Pearl Gates Strickland Marco um Where's uh, power, Thank you. power, yeah, merch. Those are all the guys, yeah, I man. Forward. Yeah, shout out to Shay, man, Queen Lachey. Um, man, look, bro, that story, that story of me, bro. Now, you, I don't know if I don't know if you bruh. know the background story to that tiny desk because you know, Gates took the trip out there with us because he was going to sing his mm -hmm. parts on it. I know, I know, and... I know, we talked about it that night. Okay, yeah, he got he got he he, he got horse because he went out with his girl the night before they partied like like yeah. it was nineteen ninety-nine and drinking and screaming and yelling and he didn't have no <laughs> voice the next day. And yeah, like, we, Man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna try to go, but I don't know. And he, he had no voice, zero. You know, you and you know what? And that's another thing too. You were you you was giving it up for him. You was giving it up for him. You was like, you was like, yo, I'm a um you know my man. You know he, he, he his voice is blah blah blah. So I'm gonna try to do his part. And you was like, yeah, yeah, man. You know he can rap. He can sing too. You know you you still was showing him that love. We, we actually um, when we was in New York, we had a conversation about that man. And I and I told him, man. I said, you know, I I told him I looked at that multiple times, and my heart my heart went out to him because I knew he would have wanted to be full Hell voice yeah. to do what. He yeah, that was, dude, a, that was a dude, that was a dude. great historical moment. Yes, yes, yes. What a terrible and time to be horse, right? I'm trying to tell you, bro. I'm trying to tell you, and and, and, and you talking about and like I say, shout out Pearl Gates. Pearl Gates not only writes and sings, but he can rhyme his ass off too. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Rap too. So, he does a triple threat like yourself. Yeah. Oh man, yo, appreciate that. Um. But yeah, man, that that song right there, bro. Um, and you gave you you said a little bit about it. You know, it was it was a little man. How did that feel, man? Performing. How did that feel? Getting through that song, man. Get getting through that I, song because. Hmm. I don't know if you can really tell from the from watching it, but uh, I was kind of mm -hmm. welling up with emotion during those. That and Son of Yvonne, I was struggling yes. because my mom, she was living in the D.C. area when mm. she when she passed. So she, the fact that mm. we were, that we were we were in D.C. that we were a short car ride. She lived in Virginia. That we oh, were wow. like maybe a, a a thirty minute car ride away from her, where she lived and where she passed away. Like all of that was built up built up in me. So I was just trying to fight. I didn't want to break down the middle of the song, so it was just me just trying to, you know, shake it off yeah. and get through get through the record. But that was heavy. That was heavy on my heart during during those yeah. during that performance because all I was thinking about was, man, she would have definitely been here without a doubt because it's so close to her job and her home, and um, I know she would have yeah. been here. Yeah. And I was gonna say something about it. I was gonna say something about it. I don't. I don't even remember what I said before the song. 
I don't, I don't remember how I addressed mm-hmm. it, but I don't think I spoke on it because I know if I started speaking on it, I was going to get too emotional. So I, 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 I need to go back and watch. I've never watched it, by the way. I've never watched it. I've never watched that performance. Really? Yeah, I've never gone back and watched really? it. Really? Nope. Wow. 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 Yeah. I can, I can, um, I can, I can, I can understand that. I can, well, I, I can say this, that like I say, personally is, um, is that de- it's, it's, it's my favorite, you know what I'm saying? I know. And I know that sounds biased as hell, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know what I'm saying? That's, uh, you know, it means a lot. I remember, uh, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I remember. Um, I remember when, when I first started like doing some um, hooks for you and Mar- you and Marco, mm-hmm. and um, I was saying something about you. And um, Shy, Shy says, mm-hmm. "I said so and so so master Ace, blah blah blah." He said, "Yeah, man. He get, he gives like the best the best show one of the best shows in um, hip hop." Boom. And I've seen it. But then again, I've seen it. Like I, even that that one of them last um, performances that you did when y'all was at the park. I think y'all was in Brooklyn or something. You know, um, uh, it was it was just you. It, it, was, it was just you. It wasn't. I think you. I think it was Steady Pace. Steady Pace was your uh, was doing it the, the set for you. It wasn't Marco. It was you and another DJ. Y'all was you. It was, was like it, this little was, stage, was, and y'all y'all was. I think it was in New York. There's been so many shows. Actually, I, I would have to. You have to send me the clip. I don't. I don't. It wasn't this past summer, though, right? Yeah, it was like. Um, it was. You know what? It was one of them. It was one of them um, shows. Hip hop fifty. Shay had put it on live. She was out there. Oh. Huh? It was. It was probably. It was probably in Coney Island at the Band Shell in Coney Island. Where I, I, I don't count that. I, I don't count that. That's not even, that's not even a show. I don't call that a show. That's, I call that doing a couple songs. That's what I, that's, that's what I call that. I, I call that doing a couple songs. You know, I'm going to um, tell you though. When I, tell you though. when I go overseas, I do shows. Yeah. Well, let, I, I feel you on that, but I'm going to tell you what stands out to me about that is um, the way that you rock. The way that you rocked on there, it shows to me the difference between a, a rapper and a master of ceremony. That's what I got mm. from that performance. That's okay. what I got. And, and 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 I've seen people who, you know, younger folks that, you know, when they experience um an MC, an MC get big, because that's a, a every every rapper is not um a master of ceremony, just like every uh, um, entertainer is not an artist. You know what I'm saying? They can entertain, but they can't, you right. know, go. They can't, yeah, you know. So, but, but just just in saying that, man, though, that, that song um, and that performance, story of me, I didn't, I didn't realize that you hadn't, you hadn't seen that performance. Um, powerful, 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 powerful performance. Um, one more last question about your mom. What 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 was her what was her favorite song that you that you did that she that she liked? I don't know. Hmm. I I don't really know. Um, 
I think that was one of those conversations that we had yet to have. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Well, rest, rest in peace, love, all that, man. You know, she she raised the king. You know. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Take you. I'm gonna take you with this last one, man. Um, you done been, you done, you done, you done, you done show that Brooklyn has a story. Um, you dealt with some long hot summers. Um, we found out that that arts are disposable. Where are we going? Where are we headed with um where are we headed when we're heading to Richmond Hill? We're heading to the neighborhood that Marco was pretty much raised in out in Toronto, mm -hmm. which is a, it just it his this neighborhood, Richmond Hill, is a suburb of Toronto. And uh it's pretty much the, the the neighborhood that he was raising as a young kid, and we're taking people mm -hmm. back to his to his to his childhood. The album starts with his birth, um, and mm -hmm. we go all of, we go all the way up through his young teen years, um, when he started having substance abuse problems, um, and had to go mm -hmm. into rehab and all this type of stuff. So, it's just an extension oh, of wow. Marco's story because on Brooklyn Story we talked about him traveling from toronto to brooklyn to become a producer but this album we go actually mm -hmm. back further back in time and take you back to the day that he was born the album starts with his birth and um goes all the way up until he's clean and sober wow 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 yeah. wow um you want to you want to say anything about any um any guests on there you want to you want to leave that until yes yeah. When you drop, well, we got e, we got East Midi on the album for for starters. Yes. Sir. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Thank you. Along with C thank Red, uh, she she's featured on that that joint called Outside In. Um, oh man, she's a dope, she, she, she's, she's a dope she's MC. Dope. Crazy, crazy. She's a dope. She's a dope MC, and I did we have this conversation that 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 she's a medical resident. Yes, you know, yes, you yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's uh mm -hmm. she's in her second year. I mean, she's technically a doctor, mm -hmm. but you know, they don't get they're not fully doctors until they go through their three year residency. I think she's in oh, yeah, yeah. her residency. Okay, okay. Um, but she's already completed med yeah. school. She undergrad med school, now residency. So she's eight, ten years in to her to the process. Wow. And how did for, how for did her, you how did you come across her? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, how did Insta you come across her? No. Nah. Instagram. Instagram. Really? I saw yes, because she always posts these raps wow. in her car. Like she'll find beats. She'll find beats from producers that are on that are on IG. She'll take their beat and do like a quick uh one minute rhyme to, to these different beats that she likes. That she finds mm -hmm. um, on IG, and she, yeah, every time, every time nice. she would spit something, I was like, "Yo, she dope." Like I, I wouldn't mind putting her on something on one of these records. And I let Marco hear her, and he's like, "Yo, she's dope, she's dope." And I was like, "I think I want to put her on this joint right here I, I, with, with Smitty." And uh, he, he usually he he'll have pushback when it comes to my ideas for features, um, mm -hmm. but he liked her. That's how I know he liked her because he he agreed he agreed to let her be on the song. Cause he's more he'll focus sometimes more on the name of the artist as opposed to 
anything else. And because she was a mm -hmm. virtually an unknown, I thought he was gonna be like, mm -hmm. nah, I don't know, I don't know about that. But he liked he liked her that much that he was like, yeah, put let's 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 see what she comes up with. So I sent her the joint. She's nice, man. Um, and uh, actually, she's one of the people that actually had to go back and rewrite. Really? Yeah, she's one. She yeah, just don't wow. me. I was I was I was thinking of somebody else, but most most recently on this mm -hmm. album, you know, she she gave me a dope verse, but it didn't follow the it didn't follow the theme of the rap that i did because everything in my rap was outside 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 and i want her to do her verse with every every yeah. end of every line being inside inside so she just did a straight verse first and then i was like okay yeah. I, i'm gonna send you my verse so you can see what i did and then just basically just do the same thing but instead of saying outside say inside and once she yeah. once she understood once she understood the assignment Knocked it out the park. Crazy, crazy. I'm going to throw this in here. And, and I know you're still saying about the, the guest. I want to throw this in real quick. Um, it was like a week or so before uh, before I found out that y'all was going to use that record. I was um, I was talking to my lady. And I was like, I said, baby, I said, you know, I've done, you know, I've done some hooks for uh, Ace and Marco. And blah blah blah. I, said, I think they're really nice. I said, I said, man, I'm telling you though, this song right here, you know, we we we've been inside. I said, man, I said, you know, I said, I think this right here, boom, boom, boom. And like literally a week or so later, that's when Marco hit me up, like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna use that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow, wow. And the way that the way that y'all, the way that man, like I can say it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing to to sit here and, and and to be a part of that but the way that y'all the way that y'all what do you flip it oh man because somebody else could have went on on a tip like talking about you know uh, uh a direct we've been inside and doing all this and that but you Call like, it, yeah 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 inside outside dope man dope i think i man well okay Keep going. Who, who, who else? I know we got Coast Coast Contra. Yep, uh, Inspector Deck. Mm. Uh, my, my my EMC brothers Strickland and Wordsworth on two different songs. Um, we got Wordsworth, um, man. Yeah, yeah. We got Shay Noir, who's on the joint. Mm. She's from Buffalo, dope female MC from Buffalo. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And we got Speech from Arrested Development is on the album. Shout out Speech. Yeah. Speech. Nice, nice. Man, um, Ace, man. Um, I just want to say, man, um, thank you, thank you for thank you for what you've done so far for all of us, for the world. And you're 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 continuing to keep doing it. I remember saying something to you about um I said, yo. They they should make um they should make a documentary or movie about you, and you said something that stuck with me that I was like, and I didn't mean I mean that in all the best when I said that, and you was I like, I know that, huh? Yeah, yeah. But you was like, you said something. You said, Nah, I ain't finished yet, and that right there it stuck with me. It stuck with me. It stuck with me because. I knew I knew what I was saying, but at the same time, it's like hell yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. We ain't done, 
When I say we, I'm talking about people in general. We're right. not done. So now nah, we ain't. We got. We, we got. We got more stuff to do. Um, there's more like chapters. China. There's more. There's, there's more chapters to write. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Um. Uh. My man MRK Taylor. They got a group called Normalized Growth, and you know we've heard all that. Oh, hip hop is a young man sport. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. No, hip hop is hip hop is life. It's what we do. You know what I'm saying? It's what we love. So, yeah. um, any anything you wanna anything you wanna um shout out um before before I let before, let, before I let you get out here and go check out the um Cowboys game that you recorded. Oh man, hold on, wait a minute. You got you got one more time. One more. Can, can, yes, 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 yes. Check this out. Check this out. Yeah, yeah. See. Yes, yes, my man, my man. You my was man. you was Yo, all you was all hype for this story. Oh man, look, I'm glad you reminded me of man. I'm getting all sentimental. I'm tearing up over here and stuff. Yeah, man, we do this hip hop. Let me talk about this. Let me talk about this. Check this out, man. Master Ace, man. Like I say, you see him. He got a serious demeanor. He's about business. It's a couple things though. Master Ace. He's a diehard Philly Philadelphia Eagles fan. Dope. And he's a Since lawyer. 1980. 1980. We yeah. I guess we'll talk another time because you you because I wanted to ask um we had talked about this on the phone about like you know me being from North Carolina and um I'm a Dallas fan, you being from New York, because I thought you was a Giants fan. Mm. But you like, you know, I'm an Eagles fan. And we talked about this way back, and you said one day you're gonna tell me how did, did you wind up being Eagles fan and you from New York, boom, boom. But we don't need to talk about it right now. We're going to talk about the loyalty. This brother right here, very, this brother, about his music. that was another question that I didn't get to, but very socially conscious. That's another thing about you. You spit bars, you're the music man, and you, and you, and you drop some conscious lines in your thing. But on this particular day, you know that term, brother's going to work it out? Brothers gonna work it out. Could you tell the people about how the brothers cannot work it out that day? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the story's crazy, yo. I don't remember what year. This was probably <laughs> in the early. This is probably in the mid two thousands, like the two thousand and tens, right? I went to an yeah. Eagles Dallas game in Philly, <laughs> and um. I, for the life of me, I can't remember like who was winning. I know it was halftime. I had to use the bathroom. I went to the men's room. <laughs> big, big long line in the men's room. So when I got to the men's room, obviously we're in Philly, so it's all Eagles fans. Yeah. And then there was there was this one black guy mm -hmm. that was a Cowboys fan. And from my recollection, a brother. I think we were the only two black people in the bathroom, like waiting online wow now when i wow now when i when i first got to the line there was already like some sort of like little commotion going on between him and this young 20 something year old kid and it was like trash talking or whatever he was saying shit and the kid was saying shit and then the kid i'm calling him a kid but he's like 22 23. yeah he grabs his cowboy's hat and snatches it off of his head mm. and he's like playing like keep away with the hat so the guy's like, yo, the guy's like, yo, what, you know, what the hell are you doing? And he kind of grabs the kid and grabs his arm and he's trying to get his hat back. 
And when he yeah. grabs him, the, the kid's father was nearby and was like, get off my son. And he kind of like grabbed mm. the black dude. And then mm. so now you got the black dude holding, holding the young boy, his father, the white father holding the black dude, and they all mm. start tussling. Like it wasn't mm. no like beat down or punches being thrown, but it yeah. was like a, you know how it is, the stadium, yeah, everybody yeah. Grabbing, gra grabbing your hood, pulling it over your head, doing all of that. <laughs> so this, this, so this big tussle is happening, and I'm 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 online and I'm seeing this tussle happen, and everybody in the bathroom is watching, and I'm like the only other black guy, in 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 eyesight of this fight. Yeah. And but he's a Cowboys fan, <laughs> and so there was something in me that was like, you know, you should help this uh -huh. brother. Yeah, but yeah. There was there was something a little bit deeper in me that was like, man, that's a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I, I, this I don't. I'm torn. I'm just torn. I don't know what to do. And so, both all oh, three of them man. fell. All three of them fell down in a big heap on the ground. Boom, because the floor was wet, slippery. Yeah. And when they all fell, yeah. You know, I could tell from the reaction of the people that were closer to the fight that yeah. somebody had gotten somebody had gotten hurt. Mm. The, the kid, the kid got up. The father got up. The black dude was still on the ground. Oh man! As a lot, and you, and you, as a, you ran towards assistance, right? I was, I was walking towards the bathroom. I was trying. I had to piss. <laughs> so, as I walked past where he was, I saw trickles of blood on the, on the, on the floor by his leg. <sighs> so, I knew right then and there that he had a compound fracture of probably his. <laughs> oh my god! His tip. I think they were all tangled up and they just fell awkwardly and he snapped his leg. Oh and my so God. <laughs> he's down there bleeding and you know, I walked by, I took my leak, I left the bathroom and I went all the way back to my seat. I was saying like, yo, am I foul right now? Like, am I a foul dude? Because I didn't, I didn't help dude because he was wearing cowboy stuff. And that's another <laughs> brother. Like it, that was where kind of sports and, 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 yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being, being a black man in America, kind of the, the the lines got real yeah. blurry. If he had been, if he had been any <laughs> other fan but a cowboy fan, I oh my god, I might have helped him out. But oh man, man the bro. fact that he was a cowboy man, fan, I just could not, I couldn't bring myself to help that man. I'm sorry, <laughs> I feel I feel bad about it. You know, I I've told that story well, a few times to see if other other people thought I was foul. Well, check this out, man. Check this out. Uh, I'm glad that you told us, and I'm gonna let you go. And, and and thank you so much. Thank you so much for this, Ace, man. Um, I tell you what, man. If I'm able, if I'm ever able able to go, um, if I'm able able to go on tour with you, um, the night that I wear. Um, my Dallas Cowboys stuff. I'll let you, you know. You can't, ahead of time. you can't bring you can't bring that on the tour. No you Dallas Cowboys stuff. No hell no. Mm. Mm. no. Mm. I have mm. I have a bunch of friends. Mm. I have a bunch of close friends that are Cowboys fans. Cowboys and Giants okay. fans, but I'm 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 not nearly as mad as the Giants fans. Like, but the Cowboy fans. Okay. And we and, and some of them I've known since childhood, and they're Cowboy fans, and you know we 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 crack jokes the same way me and you joke around about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but it's still no love lost. And every time we play y'all, I want to beat the brakes off the off y'all. Yeah. And 
kill your quarterback. Every time Dak scrambles, I want somebody to just decapitate him. What if, what if, what if, like, what if, like, um, we, we was out there, say, like in Brussels or something, and a car wreck happened and, 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 and my shirt got ripped off and somebody, the only shirt they had for me oh to put on God. was a Cowboys. I can't wear it then. That's a that's that's such an outrageous hypothetical. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could probably stomach that in that situation. I will okay. say this: okay. I was I was gonna I was gonna mention this to you because I hate mm -hmm. I hate everything about I hate everything about the Cowboys. I know you but, do, but I but you know what I actually do love about the Cowboys. What's that? I love I love those throwback uniforms with the white helmet and the blue jersey. Where, with, where, the, where. With, the, with the with the I think it's like a star on the shoulder or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, a, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like it's like a 70s, like an early 70s uniform. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, and it has like the I, um, like the white sleeve, white yeah, sleeve, I like, like a little white. I like that uniform. I never liked mm -hmm. anything about Dallas. I hate all of, the silver helmets, the silver pants. I hate all of it, but I like mm. those uniforms, um, and the blue and the blue jerseys with it. So. Okay. But quick question, are are the blue jerseys still bad luck? Man, no, 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 they're not. But I'm glad you yeah. brought that up, man. I used I used to hate the blue jerseys, man. Yeah, broke. I used curve. to hate the blue jerseys. I'm gonna tell you, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. The blue jerseys, I remember as a kid when I used to watch the Cowboys and they had the white ones on, I'm hyped. When they put them blue ones on, I was like, oh shit. But that curse, I mean, when when the Cowboys lose, they when they lose, they just lose, you know, now and for the years that, that when they when they when they lose. But the curse to me was broken in the 90s. When in the 90s, oh yeah, me, those, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. When 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 whenever whenever at that time the Cowboys can have damn flag, they can have a flag damn jersey. And, but and I bet you, I bet I bet you they didn't wear them blue jerseys more than once or twice in those seasons. Oh no, 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 no! I mean, and damn, this I'm glad you. That's that's crazy. See, but see that you 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 a little uh, Cowboys historian on the low because I ain't never heard nobody. I ain't heard too many people talk about them damn them blue jerseys. Nice, them blue jerseys were were terrible, man. I mean, it was immediately. Gave me a bad feeling, man. The blue jerseys were terrible. Man. It's one they of the reasons why why I started hating the Cowboys because you guys, you were the only team in the whole NFL that wore your white jerseys, which is your supposed to be your road jerseys, and mm -hmm. y'all wore them. Y'all wore them away and at home, and I was mm -hmm. like, why do they get to wear what they want to wear? Like y'all, when y'all are home, y'all supposed to wear y'all dark jerseys. I feel every, you. I feel it, you. it was it, it was almost like they got special treatment, and mm -hmm. then they actually started a trend because there's now a couple of NFL teams that wear their white jerseys at home. Um, there's a couple. Never thought, about, never thought I never thought about it like that. Never thought about it like that. Because because yeah, you you're right. You're right. They 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 used to wear they 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 wear those dark jerseys, the blue jerseys. It could it could be home or away, right? For them, they wear the white jerseys. Yeah, no matter what, because. Okay. Okay. Unless unless the home team forces their mm -hmm. hand, which is which is what happened, which is what happened in 1980, Dallas was coming mm -hmm. into Philadelphia to play the NFC Championship game, 
And the Eagles mm. said, we're going to wear out. We're wearing our white jerseys. Y'all got to wear y'all blue. And mm. I, you don't know how happy I was because I knew there was a curse. Yeah. And that curse was proven to be legitimate when we beat y'all. Wilbur Montgomery broke that 59-yard run to the, wow. game, the game winner, the game sealer, rather, to, to send the Eagles to the Super Bowl. And I, I was so triumphant about the fact that they made them wear blue, that they beat them in Philly and went to the Super Bowl. It was our first trip to the Super Bowl. Yeah. We lost to the Raiders, which was a whole nother conversation. But, yeah, you know, so to this day, like, I feel like I feel like every NFL team should make Dallas wear blue. But the league, the, that's, that's the funny thing. The league, they, they would frown upon that because they, they feel like Dallas is – the white jersey is the Dallas look. Like, and, yeah. and they get that oh, – yeah. once again, they, they get that preferential treatment. So I think the league, it tells teams, like, no, they're wearing white. They're wearing white. You're going to wear your home jersey. You can't do that reverse stuff. So – I don't like that preferential treatment stuff. I, I've never liked that. And to me, the feel Cowboys you. have always gotten preferential treatment. Well, okay. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. But do you I think I think they use they use the cow they use the cowboys as like they say America's team. They use them just as much as you may feel like um the cowboys um if they take it back, I think they use them just as just as much. Like, yo, this is this is the team. This is the team. yeah. I, I get it. They, every year they talk about we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. But I think they use that brand to sell whatever they're trying to say. You they know, do. they 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 do. Yeah. And and Jerry and Jerry Jones is probably one of the richest owners. And so True. when they when they have those when they have those owners meetings, I get I guarantee mm -hmm. you. He gets more say in that room than a lot of these other owners because he's just because he's True. Jerry Jones and that. So True. those, those. I mean, I understand they they're they're probably a they're probably valued at over a billion dollars or some crazy number like that. They're probably like well over five, a billion like dollars. Five, seven, yeah, like five like seven they, billion dollars. It, it's the richest they, franchise. One, yeah, yeah. One of well, anyway. I'm gonna, um, yeah. Well, it's ironic that that's crazy, man. Have you have you ever had any um artists that you worked with that that you knew were were Cowboys fans? Uh hmm. Mm. Not, not that I'm aware of. I'm it's trailblazing. Not, I'm a trailblazer, not, not, brother. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, you would be you would be it. I'm a trailblazer. See? See? Look, man. I'm telling you, man, that's something special. You may not see it right now. That's something special, man. But we, but we were special. To be fair, see, to be fair, we had already did records together before I found out you were a Cowboys fan. Well, yep. <laughs> okay, so I found out, I found out after the fact. If you if you would have known I was a Cowboys fan, if it, it wouldn't have went down. I found out. I found out at the altar. I found out at the altar that you know. <laughs> The bad news, but nah, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that extreme. Ta talent, talent, talent outweighs all of that. And you're not, a, and you're not the typical obnoxious Cowboys fan. I got some friends that are obnoxious <laughs> Cowboy fans. What makes you hate them even more? Um, and you're cool about it. Like you, you're willing to be critical of the team. You know, the if they're not playing well, you'll say, "Yo, they playing like shit today," or they. 
they ain't got it together today. Like, no. yo, but there's a lot of delusional Bro. cowboy fans out there. Delusional. Bro, but look, man, watch this, watch this. Look, the, the, the crew, the crew, Black Mac, Mac, a.k.a. your boy, um, DJ 110. DJ 110, he rocks with me on the Cowboys okay. tip, but they, uh, Matthew Boy is Carolina Panthers. Black Mac is New Orleans Saints. Just, just in our group th thread with the <coughs> with DLPN group thread, um, they, they, oh, um, Mac lives in Texas, and he was talking about with the Rangers winning, like the whole city is shutting down. He was like, man, he said, shit, I can only, man, I can only imagine if the Cowboys win a Super Bowl, they really going to shut shit down. And then Jeff, Jeff comes in and says, well, the way, the way that they're going, you don't have to worry about them. I'm like, God damn. And, 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 and I said, and I was like, yo, I was about to say something about that, but I know I was going to catch that rap. That's the thing with me. That's the thing with me. I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, but I will call them out. I will call them. Right. That's any team. Most, I'm gonna, I'm most Cowboy fans won't. See, and, and that's the way I feel about Atlanta Atlanta Falcons fans. You know, they, you know, one dude was on the radio saying that that they said they feel like they're building a dynasty because they went to the playoffs Ooh. the last six years. This dude, this dude was on 92.9 uh, the game. Yeah. Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta. they're building that's a dynasty? No, that's what I'm saying. No, but, but, but I'm telling it gets better. He said, I feel like Atlanta is building a dynasty. This was uh, um, the year that they went to Super Bowl and lost the worst loss ever. To the Vikings. The dude said to the to no 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 to Wait. um to uh Patriots. When you know the Patriots oh, when, when they, they had them like twenty the the comeback year, yeah. They they've lost yeah, some really yeah. bad yeah, I'm sorry. The, yeah. the, the Viking win was a was a was a championship game. That wasn't that wasn't the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they did the thing right there. But the dude, the dude said, and like I'm saying this to say how, like you said, some Cowboys fan to be, you know, they'll be just delusional about this. And that. I mean, we we can at least say we got some championship. But this guy was saying, it's been thirty years that I knew I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Mm. But um. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the dude said it feels like the Falcons are building a dynasty. We don't went to the playoffs for the last six years. We build a build a dynasty by going to the playoffs, bro. Come on, man. See, that's the see. I would never be that. I would never be that. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type, of, you know, Nas, Nas. But I will be the one. I'll be the first one to say, "Oh, that shit right there. Nah, that one good." Oh, that shit, brother. That wasn't. That ain't me, man. I, I, when you can lie to yourself, you got problems, right? Yeah, that that's people that say stuff like that. I I usually exit the conversation because I already know that they're not worth. They they're not speaking from a logical right, so, standpoint, so it ain't it ain't worth talking to people like that when they say stupid stuff like that. It's it's Still really not. It's really with, with, with no rings. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. And I'm, I'm going to say this right here, man. I'm going to let you get back to your life. Um, thank you so much, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, you got it. Did affirmation with 
the brother laying on the ground in agony, did that inspire young black intelligence? No, it has nothing to do with that. That has nothing to do with that. I don't even know. I don't even know how you made that connection. There's no connection. Oh, man, you know, on. you know my sense of humor, man. I hate you, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you, man. Thank you. Any anything, any any important thing you want to Well, we're going to Mozambique on Wednesday, me and Marco Polo. We got a show out in Mozambique on nice, nice. Saturday, Saturday, I believe. Yeah, Saturday, and then wow. we're we're coming back. We're coming wow. back home, and then there's a there's a big Juice Crew, uh, thirty five year reunion of the t of the day the Juice Crew was at the Apollo. Um, we're doing a reunion on Monday the twentieth, okay. where we all we're gonna like look at look at footage from the Apollo show from thirty five years ago, behind the scenes footage never before seen. Have a have mm -hmm. a Q and A, and then do a little performance, and then uh, right after Thanksgiving um we fly out to europe for our first uh first show in zurich switzerland on the 29th of november and then we're out there for like i don't know 12 12 15 15 16 shows i, I didn't even count them but it's like 15 shows mm, yeah and then we're I, think, for Christmas. I think it's 16. yeah i never counted them nice 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 like, I'm gonna say this right quick too. Um, and, we, and you said something about when I brought up um, that line that you said, and you asked me like, you know, you remember Chill Rob G, and I know Chill Rob G, but that line to me, um, I think, I mean, honestly, I think that line right here, if somebody wrote that line today, is still just as poignant. When you said, once you hear the capital A, capital state, that right there. That right there, bro. Guarantee you, guarantee you, a gang of people, a gang of people who love hip hop and grew, grew up listening to hip hop. That line right there, and and coming from being an MC, I mean, that's that's dope, man. Once you hear the capital A, capital state, that's some shit right there, man. Come on, man. When you when you wrote that, man, did you write? What where were you when you wrote that? Wrote that line? Wrote that line right there. When you had the crib. I don't remember honestly. I, I didn't write that. I didn't write that for the symphony. That was just a, a that was just a rhyme yeah. that I had memorized. That was one of my yeah. one of my many oh, yeah. many rhymes that I had walked around in my head with just in case because it was always opportunities to battle in New York. So everybody rapped. Man. So it was always somebody trying to challenge you. So you had to have you had to be prepared. Come on, man! Shit, crazy, man. Um, appreciate appreciate pray for my brother. Pray, pray for my brother Craig G, man. Them jets, them jets catching it bad, bro. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah they are. But it is what it is. Maybe he'll become a Dallas Cowboys fan. Who knows? Nah, never. He's been a Jets fan <laughs> um, probably as long as I've been an Eagles fan. He's serious. He's serious about him, too. We, we have good dialogue back. And I do the same thing with him. Like, I give it up, man. You know, what's up? But I'm, I'm still. Brother Ace, man, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you, thank you. Uh, All right, safe sweet. travels. Do what you do. Do what you do. Please. Go for and tell, podcast, tell Queen Lachey hello. I will. Say, thank you, brother. Yeah. Say that again when you say real Good food podcast. Real food podcast? Real food podcast. Real, real food podcast. I said good food. My there bad. you go. Where you get where you get the good food. 
Word up. <laughs> my, my man. Thank you, sir. You got it, man. Yes, sir. All right, let me. Okay. Man. My man Ace, man. Yo, I, I hope y'all enjoy that, man. They say, well, I'm, I'm going to read this thing. Say, <laughs> oh, man. People that got life sentences when the Cowboys last got a ring are either. <laughs> terrible, bro. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yes, sir. And I even I even shouted out your, your your New Orleans Saints, man. Come on, man. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Man, I hope, I hope um y'all enjoyed that, man. Um, shout out Master Ace, man. Good brother, good brother, good brother, good brother, man. But uh, I'm gonna hit y'all with this quick um dessert section, man. Let y'all get y'all get back to your life, man. Um I say this right here, and and usually I have something, you know, that I prepared or whatever, or something that I thought about. But I use this um, this conversation that I just had with Ace when we talked about age and all that stuff and this and that. Um, we talked about normalizing growth. That's that's what life is about. Um, I've always said that you should um, you should embrace getting older. You should you should embrace getting older, but keep a youthful exuberance about yourself. Don't be that old dude. Don't be that old dude like MRK said. That old dude in the club with your um, Timberlands laced to the top tight. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about tight words, cutting off your circulation. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be that young dude and you're older. Embrace getting older, but keep that youthful exuberance and be optimistic, man. Um, you look, you're looking um, somebody with um, with Ace who's been doing this for a long time and he's still creating great music, still touring, still doing his thing. It's, it's the same way with somebody who is um you may not you may not be able to dunk anymore but you still can shoot that three or you can get that layup you may not be able to um hit that hit that golf ball 300 some yards but you can get it 200 you still doing it you still doing it you know we had to embrace we had to embrace growing older and not just look at it as that I'm de- I'm getting old I'm getting old I'm getting old and blah blah blah, blah. Uh, you're getting better man you're getting better you know um the longer the longer that we are here while we're here let's uh let's stay optimistic Let's stay exuberant, youthfully exuberant, and let's love. Let's love one another. Let's live life, man. Let's live life, you know, because life is fleeting. Life is fleeting. It is truly fleeting. 
I just ran across um, an artist, artist friend of mine, which we don't we don't really keep up like that, but I see it here and there on um, on um, Instagram, not Instagram, Facebook, and we don't talk like that. I got to know myself. Yeah, I mean, we don't talk like that, but good peoples. An incredible, I'm not going to say a name, an, an incredible, an incredible vocalist, man. Incredible. And um, I just saw you today. Like, she, her and her husband, like, when you, when you, she talked about her husband a lot. It was love, man. And the time I seen them, he smiling, he smiling, all that good stuff. Her husband, her husband, her husband. And I'm looking at it yesterday, and she's like, I'm, I'm still, um, I still can't believe it. And boom. And I found out that her husband, her husband passed away. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I left, I left her a message. I'm sending my condolences and everything. Um, life is fleeting, y'all. Life is fleeting. Embrace every moment in a positive manner as much as possible. Um, you may have, now I'm not saying, like you may have issues with somebody that's valid. But you don't, you just don't want to rock with them. But if it's something that can be fixed and worked out, man, work it out, man. At least get peace with yourself. You know? We're not promised we're not promised tomorrow. People say that a lot. We're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised the next thing. Real food. Real food. Real food. Real 